be back in about a month. See ya. Bye bye. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. Our top stories. Former health chief Go Wing Man says Hong Kong is not ready to drop quarantine measures. The Stock Connect trading scheme will be expanded to give mainland traders more access to overseas firms listed in the SAR. And police make another arrest in the death of a five-year-old boy in Sham Shui Po. Executive Councillor Ko Wing Man says the city is not in a position to scrap quarantine measures because the current COVID wave hasn't peaked. Speaking on a radio program, he said it's too early to treat the virus like the common flu and warned that by doing so, society would have to pay a high price. The former health chief also told reporters he doesn't expect the current wave to peak this month. We do not see there is a definite conclusion for the wave to reach its peak within this month. Of course, everybody wish that they could, but there is yet further need to analyze the data and to see the trend in the next one or two weeks before we can see clearly whether the wave is going to peak within this month. And therefore, we are not yet in a position to say whether we can further relax the quarantine requirement for the people who have contracted COVID or for people who return from overseas. Meanwhile, Mr. Goh said authorities are making the vaccine pass more user-friendly for children who don't have smartphones. Earlier, the government announced its vaccine pass used to enter restaurants and other premises will apply to those as young as five. Mr. Goh stressed the ultimate objective of this plan is to protect children. As for the vaccine pass for the children, I think there will be room for further improvement. For example, if we say there many children will not have their own mobile phone and therefore an electronic vaccine pass is not feasible, then they can carry a paper form vaccine pass. And if we think that the paper vaccine pass is too clumsy, we can think of a more convenient version of the paper vaccine pass. But we must all realize that the ultimate objective of a vaccine pass is to protect our children. Financial Secretary Paul Chan has hailed China's move to allow mainland investors to trade in shares of more overseas companies listed in Hong Kong. He said this will help entice more firms to list in the SAR. Cecil Wong reports. The vice chairman of the China Securities Regulatory Commission, Fang Xinghai, had on Friday announced that the Stock Connects trading scheme would be expanded to give mainland traders access to shares of overseas firms listed in the SAR. Financial Secretary Paul Chan said in a blog post that this would help attract high-quality and well-known firms with close business ties to the mainland to list in Hong Kong, thereby enhancing the SAR's competitiveness. He noted that mainland authorities are also looking for Hong Kong to launch yuan-denominated stock trading counters in future, saying investors would have greater trading flexibility once they have the option of using two different currencies to trade in the same stock. The finance chiefs at a government working group has been preparing for the technical challenges and a bill to waive stamp duty for market makers in yuan-denominated southbound stock trading should reach LegCo later this year. Mr. Chan says the new initiatives mark a new stage in the increasing interconnection between financial markets in Hong Kong and the mainland and urged the city to innovate further so it can contribute more to the country's overall development. Police have arrested another suspect over the death of a five-year-old boy in Shem Shui Po yesterday. The force said a 40-year-old woman is being detained for alleged child neglect. The boy's mother had early 
earlier been arrested on suspicion of murder. The boy was found unconscious in a subdivided flat and died after being taken to hospital. Police said multiple injuries were found on his body. A government minister in Pakistan says the devastating flooding in his country is the world's worst climate-induced disaster in recent history. Isan Iqbal said the lives of 33 million people had been affected by the floods, which were caused directly by global warming. Mr. Iqbal said Pakistan didn't have the resources to deal with this crisis alone. Pakistan is facing a massive climatic disaster and human tragedy, which is the outcome of an environmental degradation by global warming and is not of its own making. Pakistan's carbon emissions are less than 1%. And the weather forecast for the next few days and today, fine and dry, very hot. The current temperature is 33 degrees and the relative humidity 48%. You're listening to RTHK. That time is five minutes past one. The former U.S. President Donald Trump has called his successor an enemy of the state, two days after Joe Biden branded him and his Make America Great Again supporters a threat to American democracy. Mr. Trump called Mr. Biden's address the most vicious speech ever delivered. He also condemned the recent FBI raid to recover classified documents from his Florida home. The shameful raid and break-in of my home, Mar-a-Lago, was a travesty of justice. that made a mockery of America's laws, traditions, and principles before the entire world. The entire world was watching, and they're shocked. They're shocked. The U.S. Space Agency, NASA, says the aborted launch of the uncrewed Artemis rocket to the moon means it's likely there won't be another attempt for at least several weeks. Liftoff was postponed after a much larger fuel leak was detected than the one that prevented the first launch attempt on Monday. Mike Serafin is the mission manager. This is an incredibly hard business. This is an initial test flight of this vehicle. We're going to fly when we're ready. And as part of this initial test flight, we're learning the vehicle. We're learning how to operate the vehicle. And we are learning all of the things required to get us ready to fly. We've demonstrated a large number of those things, uh, not only through wet dress and some of the other uh, ground tests that we've had, but uh, we, we are still learning as we go. Health officials in Argentina say an outbreak of infectious pneumonia that's killed four people in a clinic in Tucumán province was caused by Legionnaire's disease. Seven other cases have been identified, most of them staff at the clinic. The water and the ventilation systems are being checked for the bacteria that causes Legionnaire's, a relatively rare lung illness. Amazon has announced that its big-budget series, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, based on the works of J.R.R. Tolkien, had marked the biggest premiere in the history of Prime Video with 25 million viewers. With this flagship production that started streaming on Friday, Prime Video aims to counter the lure of HBO and its prequel to the hit series Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. HBO has also said it had its best premiere with its prequel with nearly 10 million viewers in the United States alone. And finally, in tennis... It appears to be the end of an era after tennis icon Serena Williams appears to have played her final match at the U.S. Open. The 23-time Grand Slam singles champion was beaten by Australia's Ayla Tamlianovich in the third round at Flushing Meadows. The BBC's Joe Wilson takes a look back at her story. In 1999, tennis changed. 
a teenager called Serena won the US Open. The sport had been anticipating a Williams winning a Grand Slam, but Serena got there before her elder sister Venus, and she never stopped surprising the world. In January 2003, Serena beat Venus in the final of the Australian Open. Then she held all the major titles after four consecutive Grand Slam victories, the Serena Slam. Wimbledon, in 2016, was a seventh singles title there. This court definitely feels like home. I love playing out here on center court, especially with my sister, who's just inspired me so much to be here and to be who I am. Her career adds up to 23 Grand Slam singles victories, but it's far more than that. Serena and Venus became black stars of a sport dominated by white competitors. Overcoming barriers of prejudice, wealth and expectation were part of her everyday experience. And as Serena explored the potential of her fame, she was competing in a man's world. At times in her career, the only woman to appear in the list of the top 100 best-paid sports stars in the world was Serena Williams. She returned to tennis in 2018 as a mother. A medical emergency following childbirth had pushed her into new realms of determination and recovery. One more Grand Slam singles title did not come, but her legacy is certain. Serena Williams changed both the execution and the perception of her sport for good. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Former health chief Go Wing Man says Hong Kong is not ready to drop quarantine measures. The Stock Connect trading scheme will be expanded to give mainland traders more access to overseas firms listed in the SAR, and poli police make another arrest over the death of a five-year-old boy in Sham Shui Po. And just be advised, the red fire danger warning is in effect, as is the very hot weather warning. And that's the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value. and a new experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah.